0: Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 24th chapter. Then Jesus left the temple and was going away, when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. And then many will fall away, and betray one another, and hate one another, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, See, I have told you beforehand. So if they say to you, Look, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. If they say, Look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor David Kind from University Chapel in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: Grace to you and peace from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Each year at about this time, as the days grow shorter, and for us in the North at least colder, the Church's thoughts turn to the end, to the end of life, to the end of the world, and to the glorious Second Coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today we heard from one of Jesus' discourses on these end times where he describes how it will begin, what it will be like, and finally how it will end in his return. In the midst of this, his disciples ask him, tell us, when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? He speaks of wars and famines and natural disasters. He speaks of the persecution of the church, but he also speaks of the salvation that will be found in the church and that will go forth from it. But he who endures to the end shall be saved, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Our Lord also began to answer his disciple about these end times with words of warning. Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And again he says, if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, don't believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Now, there are at least two kinds of false Christs. There are those that actually claim to be Christ, and there have been those throughout history, some in the early church. There's Muhammad, of course, who claimed to take Christ's place as the great prophet of God. There are those who claim to be another manifestation of Christ in Eastern religions. And, of course, there are the many American cult leaders who have claimed to be Jesus. Their claims are easy enough to dismiss, for unless we see them coming on the clouds all of a sudden, as lightning flashes across the sky, we know for certain that they cannot possibly be Jesus. But there's a second type of false Christ that deceives far more people. These are the false teachers, Christian gurus and heretics, those who teach falsehoods about Jesus and his gospel, laying before you a Christ that is not real, a Christ of their own making. Or, and here is an even greater danger, offering you a Christ of your own making. And they'll point you to the wrong places to find Jesus. Therefore, if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, do not go out. Or look, he's in the inner rooms, do not believe it. Now we know there have been kooks who have actually led people out to certain places to await Jesus' return, thinking that they have predicted the day and the time and the place, and they tell people, go out on this mountain or go into this room or out into this desert. But most false teachers don't tell you to go to those types of places. They tell you to go in you, to look inside. They point you inward to experience him, to bond with him in a personal relationship, to hear him speaking in your heart, to feel his love and presence inside. And this is deception. This is a deception that you will find Jesus in the desert of your own heart or hidden in some inner chamber of your mind or soul, and that finding him there you'll be blessed by him. This is nothing but the preaching of a false Christ. Now does Christ dwell in us? Of course he does. He dwells in all of those who have faith in him and rely on his holy word. But he doesn't promise to reveal himself to us in that indwelling. Rather, he points you outside of yourself, to the places and things where he's actually promised to be present with you and bless you, through which things he also makes his dwelling in you. And he points you to these things and places because he does not want you to be deceived. He wants you to know precisely where he will be found, so that you will know where to turn to receive his grace and his heavenly gifts. And where are these places? What are these things? Where are we to look to find the real Jesus? Well, he has told us in his scriptures. The first is the sacrament of holy baptism, where he is present in water by means of his word, where he cleanses us of our sins, causes us to be reborn in the spirit, and makes us part of God's family by adopting us as his brothers and sisters. The second place is in his holy gospel, which, when it is rightly preached, we hear the living voice of our Savior absolving us, assuring us, strengthening us, Giving us his spirit so that we may persevere and grow in faith. And the third place is in the holy supper of his body and blood. Here he's physically present, flesh and blood, to be united with us as the head is to the body, as the bridegroom to the bride, that united with him we might enjoy all that is his and have eternal and heavenly life. These are the places he's promised to be for us. These are the places. We are to look for him in his blessings, and there we will surely find him. Amen.
0: We thank Pastor David Kind from University Chapel in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for today's meditation on God's Word.